Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. And welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman, and alongside Double Ashes winning hero Steve Harmison, uh, we are going to be looking back at the Sri Lanka series, three T20s, three ODIs, uh, the final one finishing a few moments ago, uh, victim to the weather, meaning England uh, could not complete a 6-0 clean sweep across both formats. But still, uh, plenty of uh, really positive performances against a somewhat callow side, let's be honest. Uh, But we're going to pick the bows out of it. We're going to see what England have learned. uh, And we're going to ask the question, uh, what is the 11 to take to the field uh, when the World T20 gets underway in October? Plenty to discuss here on the following on podcast. Story of the day. So, Steve Harmison, um, I'm going to take you back seven months and England swatted aside Sri Lanka. Joe Root was being uh, heralded as the greatest uh, batsman since Wally Hammond and um, all was right in the world. Two double centuries for the, uh, the captain or certainly one and another 150 odd. Um, England uh, were brilliant. They, they beat Sri Lanka 2-0 in that series, went to India full of confidence. And uh, we know what happened. Well, actually, they won the first test. But after that, we know what happened. This is not a stellar Sri Lanka side by any stretch of the imagination. So looking at the results, uh, 5-0. And they probably would have won the ODI as well if if the uh, weather hadn't intervened, uh, being set just 167. But bearing in mind the, uh, the opposition, what can we take from the T20 series and the ODI um, series as well, from an English perspective? I think we take that England are ready for, not only for the World T20, but I think they're they're ready to play, you know, the best teams across all formats of of white ball cricket again and again and again. They are the best team by far, um, especially in our conditions, especially in English conditions. Be a big test and a big challenge 
for us when we go abroad and play uh, 50 over cricket and see where we are as world champions. Um, especially when we, if we go to, if we have ever get back to India and we go back to us when we go to Australia after the Ashes, um, ready for the next sort of build up to a World Cup. But what I take out of this is, you know, a little bit more confusion because <laughs> of how on earth do we get, you know, 24 into possibly, well, possibly 17, 18, but they're definitely 15 because at the minute, T20 World Cup's 15, but I can see that helping the ECB out by COVID restrictions being added, maybe two, three players. So if they get 18, I think they'll think Owen Morgan and the, you know, the selection committee might think the Christmas have come at once to get an extra three world-class players at shorter format cricket into the squad for the World T20. Um, is it fair? Well, I think the way the world is, I think it needs to happen probably needs to happen. Is it fair in the lesser nations? Probably not. Just makes the bigger the bigger nations very, very strong. Um, and what what came out of it for me in this last three weeks is that Joe Root is not just our best all-round multi-format player. I ever, ever, I think, you know, I, Kevin Peterson was the best player I ever played with. And I think Joe Root's going past Kevin now to be the best multi-format cricketer that we've ever had and I believe he should be in that World T20 squad even if, and this is a big call even if it's 15 I think Joe has to go um, he's been brilliant he's fantastic, he's a world class performer performer not under pressure because you know, I don't think anybody, anybody thinks anything less of Joe Root as a player but he's come back into the one-day side after giving time and a break, rightly so, because of his, his red ball commitments as England captain and the COVID world and the bio bubble. I think they had to give him a break. But competition time now, lads. Selection panel now, lads. You pick your best 15. Don't put any restrictions on anybody and pick Joe Rook. Because okay. I think we are going to okay. need him. Well, I, I mean, this is something that we discussed in uh, on the seven to twelve YouTube channel, uh, YouTube show, and I think, given the format of podcasts, it enables us to go, look into this in quite a lot of depth. Let's look at that T Twenty series. Who were the players that really stood out? Uh, Butler uh, in the first one, Wokes on his return to the T Twenty side for the first time in a long, long time. Yeah. Four for, he took four for eighteen twice, by the way. Against oh, beautifully. <laughs> Absolutely beautifully. Four for 18 in the first T20 and four for 18 in the first ODI. Um, Johnny, Bairstow, of course, him and Jason Roy, they just nailed on on a for one and two. Um, Mark Wood, there was a real all-round effort, actually. Rashid weighed in with a couple of wickets twice. Mark Wood uh, did the same. I mean, how great is it seeing him bowl across (laughs) the formats at the moment? Just never thought, you go back to that St. Lucia test, um, how his whole... Life has turned around since that spell. He's 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 played across all the formats, um, and we don't even talk about him in terms of injuries. It's it's superb, and I don't think we any any of us ever thought that would happen. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, a little bit, yeah. But I, I think we knew that was a there was a performer in there. There was a player in there. I don't think we oh, ever yeah. questioned sure, questioned the, the player. We no, questioned no, the body. It was the body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we questioned the we body. Talk about that anymore. Which is so yeah, and it's great. and it's great to see, and it's great to see that jump from, especially from somebody who's 
you know, seeing him in close quarters, beat around his, you know, his body language, demeanor, fighting to get back fit. He's bowled beautifully this summer. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. He's bowling rockets at the minute. I mean, that, that 2020 series. You know, good luck, Sri Lanka, coming out of your own environment, never played, possibly ever played in English conditions before. And you've got Chris Wokes swinging it and nipping it around a bit in the first part of it. And you've got the bloke at the other end who just wants to bowl as fast as he can. He keeps falling over as he let go of the ball at 93 mile an hour. Must be so off-putting, but it's something different that Sri Lanka have never had. So from England point of view, it's brilliant. I think they have to keep playing them the way they're doing. You know, if they're in a three-match series, he plays two, misses one. Don't have a problem with that, with the squad that England have got. But the more he plays, I think the less he's got chance to get injured. I sometimes worry when players, especially fast bowlers, if they have a break, a prolonged break, two, three weeks, then the body softens up a little bit. They go back at it, and that's when they're vulnerable to get injured again. So, you know, a few days off here and a few days off there. I don't think there's any anything wrong with that. And um, I think... England need Mark Wood, especially Joffrey Archer not being around. But you're right. There's been some fantastic performances. I didn't see Chris Wokes playing um, the way they've been messing him about a little bit, but I'm pleased he's back. Sam was brilliant. Sam Curran was brilliant. And I keep finding and fighting myself when I'm picking teams and I write teams down. I write numbers one to eight with a pencil. I write Sam's name in at number seven or number eight. And then, and then they're scribbling it out, writing it in again. And putting it back in again and taking it out. And it's like, balance aside, where does he fit in? What's his all-round game? The one thing I will say about Sam Curran, I think England need to play him in Test Match Cricket because this kid gets things happen. He gets things happen. And if you play, you know, you've got two innings with a bat, two innings with a ball, out of, you know, and he's involved in, I would say, two out of them, them eight disciplines. I think he will contribute at some point during a test match like that. And I think we need to give him his head now and get him somehow find a way of getting him in. That's what frustrated me about the New Zealand series. Didn't He didn't play. It would have been a perfect opportunity with Ben Stokes not playing. But I thought Sam was brilliant in the uh, in the, in the, you know, the oval, but I think he's been very, very good all you know the whole series. Um, again, confusion. You know, we've got fantastic players. We've got a selection dilemma of how you get them into, not just into a squad, but then into a team to take on the best teams in the world in the UAE in October. OK, um, let's throw in a couple of other curveballs as well. David William, I mean, the consistency. Yeah. Uh, three for 27 in the third T20. Um, he got a three for in the first ODI, three for 44. Then uh, he got uh, four for 64. Uh, and another in the second earlier, a couple of wickets today as well. Sam Curran with a five for at the Oval. Got a couple in the uh, third T20 as well. David Milan, you know, winning the game essentially in the third T20. These are, they're not fringe players, but I mean, well, let's, let's say it is a 15-man squad. If it is, considering the game, the series in October is going to be played in the UAE. David Willey probably won't go. Chris Wokes. Probably won't go. Uh, Tom Curran, who took four wickets today. You know, is he going to go to the T20 World Cup? I'm not sure. Or Darwin Milan. Um, you know, such is the embarrassment of riches when you can essentially leave out Joe Root. How's this for a team, by the way? I just scrolled, scribbled it down. Because, of course, it won't be Roy and Bearstow opening. No, it won't. It'll be Butler. You know, yeah. this is ridiculous. You've got Butler, Roy, Bearstow, Root, Morgan, Stokes, Ali, Sam Curran, 
uh, Rashid Wood and Archer. Um, I'm not sure. Well, that, that is a team. Right. That is a team, by the way. <laughs> that is an unbelievable team, by the way. Um, and that's that would be that would be my side. That would be the side I'd I'd play. The only only worry, not conundrum, would be where does Joe fit into it. I'm not sure where Joe fits into it. I want him to play, but whether I want, do I want him to bat at number three? Do I want him to float at number four, possibly? Well, but the thing with this England that, side, but that's the flexibility they've got. Yeah, this thing with the England side, they can do that. Morgan is is more than happy to just drop himself down and put Stokes up there, if if needs be. Uh, if that's the eleven, and say they're bringing a fifteen, um, you have a, well, you don't even need a backup keeper because you've got Butler and Bearstone, yeah, who can both do the job. Um, you need a, you need I imagine either Dawson or Livingston. I imagine Dawson will be the, the will go as a spinner. Um, yeah, Joe 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 for me backs up the spin bowling department. I think the last T Twenty World Cup, Joe was our best spinner. He bowled, he bowled brilliantly in the in that tournament. Uh, he bowled fantastic in the final. Um, so I think he gives you in that team there. That team there gives you seven bowling options. Yeah, it gives you a seven bowler, proper bowl for me, proper bowling options, with the, the you know, current Archer and Wood, Stokes, and your your Rashid, Ali, and, and 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 Joe, and that for me would be my side. I would have that side. Whether it would work, root batting at five, I'm not sure he would bat at five. I think you would have to bat a little bit higher, but then you then Johnny comes in a little bit lower. Look, it would be a difficult. That that for me would be my my optimum. I would like Root in, in my team um, because I think it's a team. It's a better team with Joe in it. Um, it's just where you all where they all fit in around um, around the top two. But I would have, I would also have it differently as well. I would like to see Butler going first and Stokes going at three. And but it's not the it's not the perfect world. That means Besto gets even further down the order, or Root would go further down the order with Morgan. So I it's think, an embarrassment I, of riches. I'm I just think, that that's the thing that getting a game plan ready for October. Where do they get that game plan now? Because you have three 2020s against Pakistan coming up, then you've got two 2020s away against Pakistan, and that's it. Uh, so Bangladesh if, as well. They've got some oh, they've got Bangladesh. Yeah, they've got Bangladesh as well. But it's it's where it's where they fit that game plan in. And there's all talk about the test going to take priority now over over the white ball game. So the likes of Butler's not going to play until the first test match. Um, will Stokes come back for the Pakistan series? Um, probably. It, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating to see how England get it in. The one thing you've got to see though is England look as for, as as good a favourites as India. The two of them, I don't think you can split the two of them up at this minute in time. I think they are joint favourites. Um, and I think everybody else is just it's, it's a little bit, it's two or three teams just a little bit way off that. Um, but a good test will be Pakistan. Because I think Pakistan, along with the likes of Australia, New Zealand, the West Indies, uh, are not far away. They're just hanging on their shirt tails. So this will be a good test for England when Pakistan comes around. Yeah, well, and uh, we'll be previewing that properly on the Cricket Collective. You and uh, Neil Manthorpe, that's um, airing on Tuesday, 6 till 7pm on TalkSport 2. And that will be released as a podcast as well. Just looking at the subs here, say it's a 15-man side. Dawson goes, I think they will, they will want to bring it. Well, look, at the end of the day, Root ain't going. 
<laughs> so no. Dawson will go. Uh, Milan will go. Jordan, um, you'd imagine. Um, yeah, Jordan will go. And Jordan then... deserves to go. Jordan deserves to go on 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 performance experience. Um, he's been with this group. He understands the game plans of this group. Yeah, I, I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays. I think he he's the one that comes in. If I think you go heads or tails, Jordan or Tom Curran, who I was really pleased with to see him get wickets, because yeah, I think it was I was pleased to see him have a tough time. If I'm brutally honest, because I. You come in, if a young player comes into the game, has it all his own way, and then he, he has a little bit of a stumble, a little bit of a, a learning experience, and he comes back stronger and back better. I think that's, that. I know you know then you've got somebody who you know, is really, really a, a top, top player. And I think Tom is that, and he's he's proven, you know, he's gone away. Maybe he's worked at his game a little bit, soul-searching, found a few things out talk to himself a little bit, understand his game a little bit more now. Um, and he, he's come back for the better, which um, it's brilliant to see, along with, with Chris Wokes. Um, but I, I think if it's only 15, I'm afraid it's Curran or Jordan. And I think I think Morgan and Silverwood will go with the, the experienced Jordan in the squad. I think he gives you, he gives you a hell of a lot when it comes to the, knowing the game and understanding the, his role in the side and he's been around you know, long enough now that it poss- this possibly is his last major tournament. So I think I'd probably just punt for Chris Jordan marginally think, over Tom Curran. Do you think Wokes could sneak in here? I think he can. I think that would be the two back up. I don't, I, I'm not sure they'll take a... Th- they'll, not take, they'll not take Joe Root, but I want them to. I think if Joe, if Joe Root goes, Dawson doesn't. I think Joe's your, your backup third spinner. Um, and I think that would be, that would be, a, it would be possibly Milan as a backup batsman. You don't need a backup witty keeper. You've got your three, your two. Okay. So Billings, Billings goes as backup batsman. No, Billings, I don't think, you, I don't think you need to take Billings either. I, I, I really don't. I think you could possibly take yeah, if, if in my well, per, my a, personal you need a backup batsman because let's say Root but in my in, in my team if Root if Root's in the team Milan or Livingston is your backup, um, yeah. and along with along with um, Wilkes and Jordan, that would be the, the the group. And if you had to have two two of if you could you know, have two batsmen. Then Milan and Livingston and Livingston and Root would fill the similar role as in, you know, your third spinner. If you think that when you when you look at it, it there's going to be a lot of games um, in a short space of time on pitches or which you're going to wear a lot. And IPL have already been there as well, so these services might turn a little bit more than they, they normally do. That's why I'd want Root in there because for me, the way he plays, he sweeps and he reverse sweeps and he. His ability to manoeuvre the ball on a slow pitch into pocket areas and running two and running strong rather than just, you know, on tired dust balls where you, you might not be able to, you know, whack it out the ground uh, as freely and as, you know, at will, like what you get on a flat, normal, good bouncy track. I think we have to think outside the box here. These pitches might be a little bit different to what we normally have for, for, uh, a T20 competition because of the IPLs being there and then the, the, the World T20 straight after that. So we might not see these 200 scores that we're all predicting 
it might be that 140, 150 is a good score. And you have to work out how to get, you know, pinch run here, pinch run there. And I think that's where I'd, I'd punt for Root back into the group. Yep. Oh, well, look, I think it's going to be um, much needed uh, opposition uh, coming up to, to really test England. And you'd still fancy England to win the series 2-1. Uh, maybe even three 0 because they are yeah. they are formidable. Let's let's be honest. And you could bring in uh, players of the quality of Chris Wokes, you know, and, and he just doles out a four for eighteen. Mm. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, but of course, Pakistan are the team that we always mention in terms of how it, when it does go wrong for England, and that was that Champions Trophy semi final in two thousand and seventeen, where they got a real you know nasty, tacky, slow pitch. And uh, Pakistan squeeze the life out of them. That's the kind of pitches England are going to get in the UAE, which of course follows the IPL when that comes back. And that just, I think, just adds more argument to the to the case for Joe Root being in the side. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Yeah, and that that's it. And I remember that game. We were, I think, we were commentating for Talksport too on the Champions on that on that game. And England really come unstuck. They didn't have a plan B. Just whack it out of the park. Plan A. Whack it even further. Plan B. <laughs> and I think that, to be fair, in and to be fair, from that point, I think we've changed. I think we've changed a hell of a lot of our development of a one-day side that we now understand how to play on these pitches. But a large doubt, a large part of that comes down to you know, somebody that was involved in that and has been involved in that was Joe Root of playing on that sort of surface that uh, I, I can't remember if he got runs in that game or not, but England really, really struggled. Yeah, and when it, when it comes back, when it comes back to it, when you, when you come, when you come back to it, them sort of surfaces, 
I think England are better better now equipped to play on them surfaces, but I still don't think um, you can just go crash, bang, wallop. We've seen it in some of the IPL games. You know, the big hitting players couldn't hit through the line of the ball, couldn't clear the boundary. And that's where I, I'd probably want for somebody who can who can bat properly, you know, put the ball in the pocket areas, run hard. Joe's a great runner between the wickets. Um, this The surfaces, I don't think they're going to get they're all the wrong way when it comes to batting department terms. So when it comes to Pakistan now, I think it, they're gone of the day of them, you know, which Pakistan is going to turn up. Is it going to be the shambles or is it going to be the real deal? I think these are a little bit more level across the board. I think they're, they're coached well. I think they've got good work ethics. I think they feel a lot better than what they did. Got a bit of spite, a bit of bite in them, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of character in them now. They've got a very, very good pace attack. Um, and I think the, the, the contest between Pakistan ball and England bat will be a lot better, a lot stronger and a lot closer than what it was between Sri Lanka's um, ball and, and England's bat from the last series. And I think it's a good test for England. This is a really, really good test. If England, it's a pity England weren't playing one uh, T20s against India, which is not a bad thing for me for India, that they haven't agreed to play off the back of the test series. Because I think England beating India going into a world tournament, especially the conditions in English favour, would give them, would give England a massive confidence booster. But I think Pakistan will be a different animal altogether than uh, than Sri Lanka's proved. Brilliant stuff. Well, um, it's interesting as well. The T20s follow the ODIs, so you know you could imagine England being too strong uh, in the ODIs, but then Pakistan's match fitness as that series goes on. Is only going to get stronger and stronger. So the T20 series actually could be really keenly fought. And uh, you yeah. wonder whether Joe Root got runs. He top scored in that match with 46. So, uh, yeah. so there you go. Uh, Harmy, brilliant stuff. As I mentioned, you and uh, Neil Man thought we'll be back together um, for the Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2, 6 till 7 and um, on Tuesday. And that will be released as a podcast as well. Looking back at the Sri Lanka series, but also looking at the women's uh, uh, internationals with India, a bit of T20 blast, a bit of county cricket roundup, and uh, previewing that Pakistan series, which gets underway in Cardiff on Thursday. Uh, brilliant stuff, Harmi. Chat to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Following Up. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 